Good morning, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. I want to just say a really warm welcome to all of you who are new listeners. We are hearing from you and are excited to see what God's doing in your life. Today is a continuation of the study we are doing over at Mom Strong International. We're talking a little bit about sound doctrine and why it trumps your emotions every single time. So if you're curious about why that even matters, stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, so today is Wednesday, and I am leaving a little bit later on for Minneapolis, and I will be heading from Minneapolis to uh, Kansas City, and I'll be driving from Kansas City down to Rogers, Arkansas. Planes, trains, and automobiles are in my future (laughs) today. I hope you guys will come out and uh, say hello. I'm going to be there all weekend at Teach Them Diligently in Rogers, Arkansas. I'll be talking a lot about faith and culture And um, obviously, I've been talking a little bit about homeschooling too, but really my heart is just to say, wake up church, wake up Heidi, wake up to uh, the the fact that God wants us to walk in right relationship with him to be ready for his return. We should be ready for, uh, for the return of the Lord Jesus, and he is coming again soon. I hope you guys are encouraged about what's going on over at MomStrong International. So on Wednesdays, I take just a little snippet from the study that we're doing. So right now we're doing uh, five traits of false teachers and uh, every month that study will change a little bit. But my heart is, and my hope is that you will become biblically uh, literate, that you will begin to understand the importance of being in the word of God and living the way God wants us to live. So that's the reason that uh, we travel. That's the reason that we do uh, Mom Strong International. And uh, frankly, that's the reason for this podcast is to just encourage you to walk with the Lord. Um, My friend Kristen Welch is going to come on the podcast with me on Friday. I have recorded that one in advance, knowing that I would be in in Rogers, Arkansas for Teach Them Diligently, but I really hope that you guys will tune into that because it's a wonderful opportunity to hear what God is doing in her life and how he has positioned her and her family to make a kingdom difference. And really, that's what we're here for, right? We're here to make a kingdom difference. Uh, And speaking of kingdom differences, I wanted to say thank you to everyone who's been praying for us as we've been wrestling through uh, the broken water pipes underneath our house and the mess that that was. I met a bunch of you in uh, Nashville who had told me they were praying. I met a whole bunch of you who said that they were continuing to pray for my nephew, Bobby, and for my sister, Heather, and their whole family. I wanted to just say thank you. I often uh, record this podcast, well, not often. Every time I record this podcast, it's not just often, it's every time I I record the podcast. I sit across the table from my sweet man. And sometimes you wonder, is anyone listening? (laughs) Is anyone listening? Because I don't see you, obviously, when I'm recording. And so it really is a blessing to me to be out on the road and and just to encourage you to walk with the Lord and see what God's doing in your life. Several of you have asked me, what are we doing with our kids for this season? And uh, like I've said many times, on the podcast. And many times when I speak, there is a particular grace over our family for this. So this is my speaking season. It typically begins in January and it's over about the middle of June and I'm gone most weekends. And most of the time we take, uh, we kind of go back and forth taking kids with us. And then eventually toward the end of the season, we'll just get in our car and we'll hit the road as a family. But uh, we live together uh, with my, with my uh, amazing mother-in-law and, uh, and we have adult children, which is very helpful. And so our family is like this this uh, this ministry family. We work together, but 
you're right. Uh, those of you who pointed out to me in Nashville, I, I appreciate so much uh, the prayers of some of you. Uh, it is difficult, but there's nothing that's worth doing in this life that's easy. If it's worth it, you can pretty much uh, bet that it's going to be hard. But I wanted to address something uh, before I I uh, I do our little snippet from the Mom Strong International study. I wanted to say really quickly that my husband and I over the years have come up with um, kind of a, a, I guess, a litmus test, I guess, if you will, uh, for just how our family is doing and whether or not we're doing what God wants us to do. Because I've seen missionaries sacrifice their kids on the altar of ministry. I've seen mothers sacrifice their marriages on the altar of homeschooling. It's really easy, isn't it, to sacrifice the best thing on the altar of a good thing. And we don't want to do that, whether it's traveling or whether it's uh, working so hard that we never have a chance to uh, have a break or get rest. And so what we will typically do is uh, is we have, you know, we talk to each other. First, we talk to, uh, Jay and I talk to each other about how we're feeling. How's our marriage doing? How's our walk with the Lord doing? How are our kids doing? Um, you know, do we see a light in our kids' eyes? Do we see a joyfulness in them? Um, and we, and we want to know from our children how are you guys doing? And you guys, this should be something that we do um, kind of like we take our car in for oil changes, right? We should be uh, constantly being um, aware of how our family is doing. And usually if there's something wrong in the marriage or something wrong with your children, it's time to take a step back and say, Father, am I doing something that's outside of what you've asked me to do? Uh, because the Bible says there's a blessing in obedience. God didn't mean for us to homeschool our children and uh, have it be the excuse for uh ignoring our husband. You guys know what I'm talking about? Am I? Are you picking up what I'm putting down? So I just want to encourage you. I, this is a question I get a lot, especially during my speaking season. Some of you sneak in there and you ask me on Instagram and uh, and I see your questions, but I, I don't answer them on Instagram very often because I'm no good at uh, texting or typing on my phone. But I just want to encourage you for your own life to do the same thing that the Lord's encouraged my husband and myself to do, which is to make sure that you keep your family uh, at the forefront of what God has asked you to do. And you've got to be checking in with your kids, checking in with your spouse and having them be the priority relationship in the home. Because once those relationships suffer, everything else around them suffers. When we make bad decisions, um, our children suffer by default. And that's the truth. And so I just want to encourage you, we're going to talk about the importance of not letting our emotions dictate our belief system, but it all goes back to uh, God's word. And God has a set of priorities that he outlines for us in his word. There are rules that God has given us to live by because he created us, because he knows what's best for us, and that is how we want to live our lives. So today at the MomStrong Bible Study over at MomStrong International, if you haven't subscribed, I want to just encourage you to do that. You can follow right along with me. Uh, you can download a beautifully written and beautifully illustrated Bible study that goes right along with it that's going to allow you to uh, write scripture out to really get to know uh, God's word to help your kids become kid strong by teaching them to take action in their lives. They can do that as they're growing. Uh, we're training our children, hopefully, uh, in righteousness. But we want to uh, encourage you specifically with this particular teaching that whenever you hear a teacher or a blogger or an author or a pastor uh, teach something that's based on emotion instead of scripture, the Bible says that that is false teaching. Doctrine matters. I think over the last decade or two, we've watched the church become less concerned about doctrine and more concerned about social doctrine or social justice. I see a lot of social justice bloggers out there right now. 
But, and that's fine. We want to be concerned about justice. We want to be concerned about other people. But ultimately, we have to base what we uh, believe and how we live our lives as believers, as Christians. We do that based on the Word of God. So uh, we define doctrine in the study uh, this week, and doctrine is simply a belief or a set of beliefs that are held or taught. So a doctrine could be held by a church. It could be held uh, by a political par- uh, party. You guys have heard of the Monroe Doctrine. This is uh, coming out and saying, this is what we believe. This is who we are. It's our our sort of statement of faith. And I hear a lot of Christians say, oh, hogwash. You know, uh, doctrine's not that big of a deal. And so the question becomes, why is it such a big deal? And that's the question that we're trying to answer uh, at MomStrong International for the whole month of March, talking about traits of false teachers who really lay aside sound doctrine. And Paul charged Titus in Titus 2, verse 1. He said, you must teach what is in accord with sound doctrine. Now, obviously, by Paul's teaching to Titus, we know that this is important. If it was important to Paul, it was important to God. If it's important to God, then it should be important to us. But why? Why is it so important? Does it really make a difference uh, what we base our belief system on? Does it matter? Does does doctrine matter? Listen, this is important. You should write this down. Sound doctrine is important uh, because Christianity, because our faith is based on the gospel. It's based on a specific message. Our belief system is based on the message that comes from the Bible and the teaching of the church. And we have there are different denominations and different churches, but the primary message of a Bible-believing, gospel-centered church should be the same. And that's already been defined for us in scripture. And that is this, that Christ died for our sins. Some of you guys went to Awana. So you'll remember this. Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. And he was raised on the third day according to the scripture. That comes from 1 Corinthians 15, verses three to four. This is what Billy Graham spent his entire life sharing. This is the good news of Christ. And it's the most important thing that we should have uh, in our lives. And when we change it, the basis of our faith shifts from the message of uh, the forgiveness of our sins through Christ to something else. And so uh, our our belief system as Christians has got to be based on knowing sound doctrine. Sound doctrine is important because the gospel is God's message to us. And according to the Bible, we dare not mess with his communication to the world. So our responsibility is to deliver a message of hope in Jesus that's based on sound teaching and based on our study of the word of God and not to change it. And uh, in Jude verse uh, chapter one, verse three, um, he conveyed sort of a sense of, of, um, of urgency. And he said to guard the message. He said, I felt I had to write and urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to the saints. And to the word contend kind of carries with it this idea of, of uh, strenuously fighting for something. Remember, I'm always saying, hey, parents, I did this in Nashville and I'm going to bring it again in uh, Arkansas this weekend. I'm going to encourage you to do exactly what Paul is encouraging you to do and what Jude encourages you to do. And that's to get off the bench and get onto the battlefield. We should be contending for the faith. And as we contend for the faith, we should also be contending for sound doctrine. We don't want to 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 live by our own creed, right? We want to live by the creed that we see uh, passed down to us in scripture. And we want to keep it as a pattern of sound teaching with faith and love in Jesus, according to 2 Timothy 1, verse 13. So rather than uh, live by the teachings of men, which is happening so often in the church today, 
uh, we want to live by the teaching that we find in the word of God. Sound doctrine is important because we must maintain a position of truth in a world that is full of lies. And I've said this many times on the podcast, and I'm going to say it again, the bold lies that we see in the world today and in the culture right now can only be countered with bold truth. The Bible said in 1 John chapter 4, verse 1, that many false prophets have gone out into the world and that there are terrors among the wheat and wolves among the flock. And the best way to determine who a false teacher is, is to know what the truth is. So how do we know what the truth is? The truth is based in sound doctrine. And sound doctrine, according to Psalm 119, is life. It's life. It is the way of life. First Timothy 4, verse 16 says, watch your life and your doctrine closely. Persevere in them, because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. This is why it's so important for pastors to be careful what they teach, because the enemy knows if he can take out a pastor, he's got a clean shot of the flock, right? He knows if he can take out a marriage, he's got a better shot at the children. This is why we want to guard our marriages. This is why I said to uh, 5,000 people in Nashville two weekends ago, if you're going to tell me that you're going to sacrifice your marriage and your family because, you know, homeschooling, I'd rather see you put your kids in public school. We've got to live according to what God says, not according to our emotions. And this is an anathema to the world. They don't understand this. The godless people don't understand this. And uh, we want to say to the world, we believe in the word of God. We believe in the Bible. That's what we cling to. That's what we hang on to. I've I've said many times as I watched uh, Oprah Winfrey, which by the way, do not even, (laughs) Oprah Winfrey uh, and her new movie where she plays uh, the God of the universe. I find I, it's so, um, Interesting. <laughs> it's, it's interesting to see her doing that. I watched her uh, interview former Pastor Rob Bell. I've said this many times uh, here at the podcast and uh, out on the road speaking to men and women. And that is this: she was talking to him about his decision to, as a pastor, to embrace a false doctrine. And the false doctrine that he's embracing is this teaching that somehow God is okay with the sin of homosexuality. God is no no more okay with that sin than he is with any other sin. It's no worse than any other sin and no better than any other sin. And it's also no different in God's eyes. And when God says something is wrong and we have to do theological cartwheels in order to change our doctrine to come around to uh, to make it a culturally palatable gospel, we have strayed into the, the waters of false teaching. And at the end of the day, uh, sound doctrine has got to trump our emotions. And that's what uh, Rob Bell was doing. And actually, Oprah loved it because Oprah, of course, uh, embraces a false gospel herself. And so when we when we don't base our teaching on the word of God and we just say, well, we want to base it on, um, it's just love. But love apart from truth isn't love at all. It's not love at all. And truth apart from love is uh, terribly damaging. It's terribly damaging. And we want to learn how to uh, be able to speak the truth in love. And we do that by the study of the word of God. So in 2 Timothy 4, uh, Paul says, listen, this is why doctrine is so important. A time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. Instead, they will listen to teachers who will teach whatever their itching ears want to hear. And we see that happening all over in the culture today. We see it happening in churches. We see it happening. I certainly see it happening in the blogosphere. There are many authors out there who are writing under Christian labels who are not necessarily speaking uh, good sound doctrine. They're preaching what people's itching ears want to hear. And so we need to know 
that A, doctrine matters to God. He said it over and over and over in his word. And we want to listen to the instruction that God gives us, particularly when it pertains to doctrine, so that when we teach other people, starting with our own children, we teach them the truth of the word of God so that they can ascertain the difference between a truth and a lie in the culture. And so this week at Monstrong International, when we're talking about, we're going to basically be taking you through 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 2 through 4 as kind of a it's kind of a jumping off place. But I love uh, I love this passage because Paul has a way of kind of getting right to the heart of the struggles that we face. He's not making excuses for anybody. And instead, he's saying, get off the bench, get onto the battlefield, listen to what's happening. A time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires and they'll look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. They will reject the truth and chase after myths. And if if there was ever a time when I'm seeing that happen in the church, that time is now. That time is right now. And one of the things I want to take you, I have a minute left, but I really want to quickly say uh, at the beginning of this passage, uh, Paul starts out uh, chapter four with this reminder. And I think sometimes we gloss over it. So I'm going to read it for you today. It says, in the presence of God and of Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing in his kingdom, I give you this charge. And then he goes on to talk about the importance of sound teaching and listening to and living by the word of God, not adding to it when it's convenient, not taking away when it frustrates us, but to listen to God's word, knowing that two things are going to happen because he's reminding us, A, that God is taking notice of what we do and he will judge it someday. He says in the presence of God who will judge the living and the dead. And then he goes on to remind you he's coming again. That's what he means when he says in view of his appearing and his kingdom, he's saying, listen, I'm going to give you this charge. So in view of that, uh, knowing that A, God's going to judge the living and the dead someday, and he's coming again, he said, I want to encourage you, preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season. And ultimately, guys, it doesn't matter what season we're in. We're called to teach the word. We're called to live according to it. We're called to understand and teach sound doctrine. And all through the book of 2 Timothy, Paul gives more clear instruction on what that looks like. So if you want to dig in a little bit more with me, uh, you can download the study at momstronginternational.com. If you've got a question that you'd like to see, if there's something about this that you just go, hey, uh, Heidi, I've got a question about this. Shoot me an email. You can shoot me an email that our staff goes through over here at the ministry, and you can shoot that to me at podcast at thebusymom.com. Listen, I am so passionate about this because I I believe and have believed my my whole life because I watched my grandparents uh, live this out in their life. Your life, men and women, is having Im- an impact on your children. And people keep talking about this generation of children and how messed up it is and blah, 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 blah. Listen, it's messed up because the parents are falling down on the job and we don't know the word and we can't teach it to our children. We don't know God's word and we can't defend it. And I just want to encourage you, know the word. There is a blessing in following the word of God. I'm going to go ahead and close out uh, today's podcast in a word of prayer and then um, get on an airplane. (laughs) All right. So let's come before the Lord together. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity that you have given us to speak your word boldly to a generation who desperately needs to hear the truth. Lord, I pray that you would uh, help us not to be afraid that you remove fear from our lives, that we would recognize that fear is a spirit and that it's not from you. And that instead we would preach the word in season and out of season, that we would boldly declare that you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Thank you, Father, that you've provided a way for us 
to have access to your to to you, Lord, through the death of your son Jesus on the cross. Thank you that the gospel is good news. Lord, I pray for this generation of Christians. I pray, Lord, that we would be known for sound doctrine, that we would be known as men and women who speak the truth in love, and that we would be known for our kindness toward other people. And Father, I pray for every marriage that's represented uh, at this podcast here today, every every single uh, husband or wife that's listening to this, Lord, would you help us protect our marriages and to teach our children that's based uh, a teaching that's based on the truth of your word. Help us to be in your word with your children. And we look at them as our children, but really, Father, they belong to you. So I pray, Lord, that you'd impress it upon our hearts to walk with you in such a way that it brings glory and honor to your name and it speaks of your incredible love and mercy. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing here at the podcast and for what you're doing in your church around the world. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, as I was uh, praying a second ago, I was reminded, and I don't often talk about this on the podcast uh, because I'm terrible at it, but my husband and I have written a Bible study uh, for families. You can find it at Firmly Planted Family. It is the heartbeat of our uh, of our home uh, with our children. And uh, it's a Bible study series that will take you through uh, uh, 40 stories out of the Bible. The first two books cover the Pentateuch, which is the first five books of the Bible. And the second two volumes of the Firmly Planted Bible Study cover uh, the Gospels. And so if you're looking for a way to get into the Bible with your children, uh, this is a great option. You can check it out um, over at my blog. And uh, I hope that you will, because the reason that we wrote it was because we wanted to put information and activities in those Bible studies that would be engaging for children from the time they're toddlers all the way up through high school. So every lesson has something in it for little kids, uh, middle middle age, uh, middle age, <laughs> middle school children, all the way up to high school. So uh, check it out. That's the Firmly Planted Family Bible Study. We love you guys. We thank you for your support and for listening to this podcast. And I'll see you back here on Friday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com. <laughs>